0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the first episode of a mini podcast entitled, I'm not really much of a talker, but I made my own podcast, which is produced and written and edited by yours truly, precious Jane Odenura, and in partial requirement of my authentic assessment in CMA 110. Ethics in Media in UP Mindanao with our instructor, Ma'am Ina Marie Olivares-Dizon. So, hey ma'am, shout out if you're ever listening to this or if I pass this on time. So, hi po. And I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to actually showcase what I have learned in your course in this semester. I hope that this podcast would be enough in doing that. And I hope that you'd be um somehow satisfied with this project of mine. So first things first, I'm just gonna give a quick overview of what this podcast is all about. Because I have been a long-time listener to podcasts and I love movies and television, I have decided to make a podcast that focuses more on the ethics that is found in basically movies, TV series, or anything in pop culture right now. And um, I'll cover some of the cases that I have found interesting and appropriate in this range of topic. So siguro, um, I actually enjoyed some of this when researching, so I hope you'd find it educating too. And I will share my opinions, basically yung mga take ko dun sa mga topic na yun in that specific subject and my ano may position in that area so i apologize in advance if you hear any rustling of paper or like like background sound because the quality of the mic i'm using right now is not so good it's a 200 peso mini mic from shopee shout out na lang sa Shopee if my podcast career takes off you know what to do wink wink sponsorship. so let's delve into it so okay in my in this first episode i have researched cases that um a case okay a case or siguro event na nangyari just last year 2020 that involve many people to question the line between obscenity obscenity and art in the film industry so i wanted to delve into this topic because um just last year there was this symposium that was conducted in our department which talked about libel and fake libel fake news and obscenity and the laws some of the laws and regulation that our philippine constitution have passed about these crimes i know considered byon na um libel or disinformation or misinformation and ano pang difference sa lahat na yun? and i found the topic about obscenity interesting because just because i have um encountered a situation or um an event recently actually yun nangyari just last year, that, ano, na nag-push sa maraming tao kung, kung may debate ba between that. If inappropriate is just deemed in- inappropriate or kung mag-add ka ba ng context about it, it would suddenly be labeled as, you know, art and um a great story despite the means or despite the um cinematography or yung mga means na nila para sa film na yon. And I found it really, really interesting when you look into it. Because at some point, hindi naman sila, ay tama naman sila at in a way. Kasi art is subjective. Could be subjective, right? And it could be seen in a lot of things. There's ano, a lot of art na nude nga eh, and can be, obscene to others but to others it's just art it's just body parts and to some it's still obscene pero in in this case kasi hindi mo ma-deny yung yung wrong na nagawa nung filmmaker na yon or yung mga yung wrong na nagawa ng mga tao na behind it actually tapos meron din tong ibang factors which is consent in media and censorship in it kung ano ba, yung de- uh, or ano ba yung labeled or deemed as far or like it crossed the line we'll talk about this case after a short um break for me it's a water break because i have been yelling at my microphone for more than 10 minutes now <laughs> and i have a slight cold i hope it's not You know what? So yeah, if you're still into this podcast, even though the quality is not so good, and siguro I'm a little bit shy in front of the microphone, settle in, get your favorite snack, or make a cup of coffee. Because we're gonna talk our way into this case. (music) Just last year, nung scroll down pa ako sa mga YouTube cr- recommendations ko, nung decide ako procrastinate sa mga subjects ko, as one does when one is procrastinating, I have come across this particular Netflix movie that has sparked controversy among critics and viewers alike. This movie is actually based in France and was written and directed by a French woman Okay, sorry if I'm butchering her name. Maimora Decora. Maimora Decora. Am I saying Am I saying it right? Wait, I'm just gonna. Hey Siri. Who directed cuties? Okay, I found this on the web for who directed cuties. Check it out. No, I want you to say her name. Useless space of technology. Okay. Back to the topic, I'm just gonna call her Mai. It was her debut film, and it was released in Sundance on on January 23, 2020, my birthday, by the way, and official release on France on August 19 of the same year. It was released later on Netflix in September 9 of 2020, and it received immediate backlash, especially in the US, because of its, let's just say, obscene... Content and choice of cinematography, I guess. Okay, I have to be honest. Hindi ko talaga pinanood yung whole film. I mean, I was curious about it at first. But I see yung issue na ginasabi ng mga critics about it. I can't even stand like 30 minutes into the film. Kasi nga, um, there's a couple of scenes and questioning um choice of you know, how they represent kids. But before I delve further into this, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read off a summary of the film from Wikipedia. Amy, an 11-year-old immigrant girl from Senegal, lives with her mother, Mariam, and younger brothers in an apartment in one of Paris's poorest neighborhoods. She helplessly witnessed her mother suffer as her polygynous husband prepares to return with his second wife. She is also bored with Salah and Islamic culture in general, and her aunt seeks to impress on her. Things turn swiftly as Amy is fascinated by her obedient neighbor, Angelica's twerking clique, cuties. I mean disobedient. Sorry, which is a stark contrast to Miriam's religious costumes. The preteens practice for competition and do not hesitate to adopt revealing outfits in the image of their older competitors. Encouraged by the success and the quest for recognition on social networks, Amy decides to incorporate sexually suggestive dance moves into the choreography. Following a humiliation at the school, Amy sends a picture of her vulva online, causing her to be ostracized. The cuties also banned her from performing with them at the dance contest and replaced her with former member Yasmin. Her mother also scolds her. Meanwhile, her father's wedding day corresponds to the finale of the Parc de la Villette. She is then determined to dance with them and sneak out of the house. She pushes Yasmin into a canal so the cuties had no choice but to allow her to dance with them. The highly suggestive dance routine shocks the audience, suddenly thinking about her mother during the routine. Amy bursts into tears, leaves before their performance ends. Upon her return, she runs into her aunt who blames her for her outfit and recent attitude. Amy's mother intervenes by telling her to leave her daughter alone and then hugs her to reassure her. Amy implores her mother to allow Amy not to attend the wedding in order to demonstrate her disapproval. Amy's mother permits her not to go, but states that she herself must go to fulfill her duty as a wife. Amy then abandons both the traditional wedding dress and her sexy dancer's uniform. And in jeans and and a t-shirt, her hair down, she goes out to play jump rope with a group of girls. That's the end of the movie. As you can probably tell by the plot, it received a lot of backlash, especially in in the United States when it was released on Netflix, available for everyone to stream online. But Netflix surprisingly defended the film despite of the backlash that it gave the platform, even sparking a hashtag cancel Netflix because of their support of the movie. In Netflix' defense, they said, quote, The film is a piece of social commentary against the sexualization of young children, which is what and huh? For a lot of people, it didn't make sense. Actually, the logic of it all didn't make sense. It's like they found a loophole for it. I mean, okay. I understand where are they coming from especially for the director kasi nga um she wanted to display or to emphasize the struggle of you know sexualization in the modern age and social media and peer peer ano peer pressure and all of that but using actual kids in the movie with s- provocative scenes that they need to perform in front of the camera and should and was presented in live audiences across the world is too much for me i mean in my opinion it was already too much when they decided to actually cast child actresses in the movie and it crosses the line entirely when a lot of its audience are actually adults adult critics actually praised the film which is disturbing in a way because it Encourages, siguro gin encourage niya ang pedophilic behavior or pedophilic tendencies for a lot of people, and it's disgusting for most people, and it's just plain wrong. I mean, touching about I I mean okay, touch natin yung ibang um shows na gumagawa nito. For example, um Dance Moms. If um you don't know Dance Moms, if you guys don't know Dance Moms, is this reality show that focuses on um kids basically dancing um. Presenting dance routines with um sometimes uh skinny tight outfit, and okay, you understand that they're um dancers, and it's nothing for them, but when you are using actual kids in a show where a lot of its audience or demographic are adults, it's inappropriate and it can it could imply something which is very, very, very wrong. You could, um, makik- makikita mo rin yung example na yun in cuties, right? Kasi yun yun lang rin yung basically ginawa nila, but with more, um, provocative implication. Pero baka ginapangunahan lang talaga natin sila. So, why don't we just, um, see it in an artistic lens? Kasi nga, sabi nung direc- director ng film mismo, sabi niya, sinabi niya in an interview, Quote, I realize that the people who have started this controversy haven't yet seen the film. Netflix has apologized to the public and to myself. I'm hoping that these people will watch the movie now that it's out. I'm eager to see their reaction when they realize that we're both on the same side of this fight against young children's hypersexualization. And quote, okay, so you would think that. Okay, that seems like a pretty um, solid take on it. Especially because she's the director and union vision yeah. And it's an artist's right to have his or her vision or um, goal incorporated in her work. But in this case, looking at it logically... They're saying that they want to spread awareness about the hypersexualization of young kids in social media, in the internet, or the exploitation of young child stars, maybe, siguro. Katulad dun sa Dance Moms example na gi-present ko kanina. Pero why would you use actual underage kids in a film that you know have a lot to say about? exploitation and sexualization why would you make a kid do that themselves it's like okay in a um commentary video that i watched while researching this they said nga sabi nila na it's like killing a dog on screen to prove a point that killing a dog is wrong they want to do a good thing, but in the process, they they end up doing something that is just unethical and inappropriate and obscene to others, and it's basically against the law because they're underage. And even though you have the parent, you have a parent's consent, it's still unethical or it's still um counter to their um original advocacy, right? If you think about it i've honestly run out of things to say but basically my point in here is showing something on screen with that could possibly have um controversies or present taboo things like you know kids and nudity and stuff like that is a very risky thing to do even though your film or your intention is good and i'm not criticizing the director herself. I think she has a good vision and she has a good mission, pero yung way lang na pag is is not to my taste. And finally, there's this thing about consent in the film industry and how young child actors are sometimes exploited and they don't even know that they're being exploited. There are a lot of cases actually na parents are taking advantage of their kids' fame by securing that all of their assets and lahat ng makukuha nila na pera sa mga talent shows or like TV appearances is like lahat yon ay mapupunta sa name nila kasi, kasi nga, underage yung child star and they don't have basically any rights like lahat ng mga assets nila naturally mapupunta sa parents but some parents will just exploit and exploit and exploit and it could have a psychological damage in a kid okay another example is yung meron daw si set nung cuties they said the director um said herself, it was part of her defense na a counsel was available for any of the child actor kung hindi nila makaya yung scenes or there's some sort of like conflict of interest or like uh, like the topic is just heavy for them kung parang hindi ko nila mahandle or like there's like some emotional or psychological turmoil na nag form because they're shooting a movie that is, you know, about hypersexualization of kids. So, does this mean na alam, fully aware yung filmmakers or yung mga tao behind it na it will bring about some sort of um, effect in the children or child actors' life? in some way, because they're developing pa eh. Kaya nga, it's a fragile ano, topic when it comes to child actors. I mean, yeah, it's fun to see them on screen, dancing and singing and acting, pero it's a touchy topic to them, the child actors. And I remember reading this article years ago about this statistic that there is a most likely occurrence na maging pariwara or not lead a good life yung mga child actors na nag grow up na kasi nga um there was so much pressure of them growing up and like so much damage was accumulated that they did not know how to cope up with it kasi nga and kasi nga, for the rest of their teenage and preteen and childhood they all they do is act and perform and they some some of them don't actually develop their own personalities themselves so it's a big problem especially for young impressionable minds so we are lead to this sort of um ethical conundrum like is it okay to actually let kids act on screen i mean is it worth it to lose your Siguro, I don't know, like, man dignity, but um, your whole entire childhood na supposed to be theirs talaga. It's theirs in the first place, but it's suddenly taken away from them because of shows and fame and a lot of that. And they end up regretting it someday because back then, when they were a child, they actually didn't know what they want. Now that I have finished basically ranting my heart out about this movie and my opinion on consent and how media treats child actors and that a lot of times it would be unethical for the child actors to actually proceed in a film because it risks their chance of actually having a normal growth, and development in themselves. So how about you? In your opinion, is the fine line between art and what's considered obscene, not taken seriously in the film industry and in other media? Is the fine line between that already broken? Or is it just over-paranoia for a lot of people? and sensitivity this is all just basic queries that people still argue even now and there's basic there there's usually two sides to this and for me i agree with most of the backlash that the film received because kids are supposed to be taken care of and not to be presented in a way that Hypersexualize them, even though its message is for them, and that could actually protect them in a way, or so the filmmakers say. But you know, it's all just endless discussion and debate about this topic. And I think it's time for me to finally end this talk because I have consumed almost 20 minutes or close to 20 minutes, and it's already 2 a.m. in the morning, and I need to wake up at 6 to finish my final requirements for other subjects. So I hope that you learned something about this. I don't know, it's basically me ranting about the film. But I hope you saw my points or the idea of the case and how ethics is applied into this situation because basically ethics is part of everything in media if you think about it because as i said earlier that fine line is what separates obscenity from art and that line is ethics itself it's like it's like a boundary of sorts now that episode one is finally ending, I would like to encourage you to listen to my next episode. This time, we will delve into the topic of representation and diversity, but fa- basically focusing on Filipinos in Hollywood and, and how we are represented in media. It should be fairly interesting because I have gathered some cases and some examples that could be, you know, entertaining in a way. (laughs) If you find this podcast entertaining, then thank you very much. You have made, you have already made my day. So don't forget to frequently wash your hands, especially with this pandemic. Stay safe and stay tuned. This is Precious Jane from I'm Not Really Much of a Talker, but I'm signing off. Good night, or good morning, or good afternoon.